The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Squirrels and Robots, episode 79. 79. Gonna have a good time. Good 79! Okay. Thank you, Nicole, for the donation. Thank you. Thank you. And can I spend that on candy? No. You can't eat candy until your root canal is finished. Why do I have to keep saying that? I forget. Boy, how, how do you forget getting a root yanked out of your tooth, mate? Teeth pulling Tuesdays. That's why. It's just something you do. I'm not going to even pursue that topic of conversation. Thank you again, Nicole, for the donation. It helps. It does. Now, I want to launch right into some movie news. Boy, oh, did you see Black Widow? No. Well, I'll figure that be the thing we talk about today, you know, Black Widow Marvel Cinematic Universe and, and all that. No. And, and any reason why you didn't see it? Um, I don't want to subscribe to another service and I'm not going to the movie theaters yet because the numbers are starting to go up because of variants and everyone being an idiot. Hey, right, right, right. Well, um, all right, go on then. Okay. Anyway, the first four Star Trek films are getting 4K releases. Does the fourth one really need to be in 4K? I mean, it, it was kind of bad, wasn't it? You know, it was like time travel and being all environmentally preachy and such, you know. Not what I want in my sci-fi, you know. Wait, so media has always been preachy to us? Uh, yeah. From the hippies to Zoomers and even before that, humanity has a long history of trying to save the environment, but here we are, still trying. Yet nothing really changes. You know, that's really sad. I mean, if we could get renewable energies off the ground, we'd be all right, I think, you know. Solar power, everything, you know. Where is this stuff? Yeah, whatever. Um, You know, here's the thing. Discussing environmental issues somehow turned into politics because it's so entwined with commerce. So now everyone just markets the concept of saving the planet while creating more waste. So we've pretty much been in a hypocritical cycle since the industrial age. So should I not be upset about woke people now ruining my fun? And not for nothing, yo, it seems they always have been, like, and I get what they're trying to do, but I'm pretty sure Star Trek IV didn't cause a resurgence in saving the whales, that was already in full swing, Greenpeace, etc, etc. So, then, why make, like, a Star Trek movie all environmental? Uh, so Hollywood could cash in on people's environmental concerns? Wow, just like now! So, history really does repeat itself! Oh, yeah, pretty much. Um, there were claims of companies being environmentally friendly in the 80s, then everything slacked off for about 30 years. Now we're back to all that all over again. Save the planet and so forth. You know, doesn't anybody remember Captain Planet? Yeah, didn't do nothing. Here we are. Can I get back to movies? Sorry for the sidetracking there with the words. Uh, drop Dead Fred. That's rude. It's a movie. Drop Dead Fred, believe it or not, 
is coming out on Blu-ray for some reason. Didn't that movie have that lady from Gremlins? You know, the one that kept ruining Christmas for people. Uh, I think it's Phoebe Cates? I think that's her name. Um, yeah, I think so. No, uh, uh, what is this movie about then? Uh, what, what's it about? Entice me! What is it? Um, apparently Phoebe Cates' character is going through some crap and falls back on an annoying imaginary friend from her childhood named Fred. I think. Yeah, that kind of sounds lame, to be honest. I, th I think they were going for an imaginary friend kind of Beetlejuice-type goofiness, but, you know, without the Tim Burton vibes. Well, that just sounds like a hard pass to me. Which reminds me, I haven't used the bathroom in three days. <laughs> that will be a hard pass then, mate. Well, I I've been drinking stool softeners all day, but all my furniture is still as hot as it was this morning. Use Jermaine's bathroom, not the office one. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so Drop Dead Fred was just one of those movies I never watched, but it somehow got an odd cult following. I think mostly because I don't think there was a DVD release of it since... 2003 on Arista Entertainment. So, it's been out of print for like 18 years. I think it goes for like $70 now. Well, that price is gonna tank, isn't it? Sell now! Sell now! Yeah, well, I mean, it's available on streaming services, I think, but for those who have been looking for it because of its quirkiness, there you go. Also, another hidden gem. This one, from the 80s. John Cusack's One Crazy Summer is also getting a Blu-ray release, which is gonna be kinda cool. Because the Cusack's character is an artist of sorts that did a lot of doodling in that film of all these bizarre animated sequences that were littered throughout the movie. You know, for that time period, it really kind of mixed things up a bit. Um, also, that Bobcat Goldthwait guy is in it. So, for those who miss hearing his voice, there you go. Am I the only one that thinks John Cusack was probably the coolest American actor from the 80s? I mean, he was this weird little outcast, even amongst his contemporaries like Christian Slater and James Spider and Judd Nelson, but somehow was his own little island of cool, you know? He wasn't over the top like Slater, you know, who was excellent, by the way. Um, he didn't have that Judd Nelson rebellious vibe from the Breakfast Club that was a, a touch sinister of, honestly. Um, you know, Cusack was just like, Oi, I'm just me, I'm doing me things, you know, let me live. Yeah, you know, all the characters he played in the 80s were odd outsiders, but somehow still cool. Like Robert Smith of The Cure. That's actually a good analogy. What, what's in an analogy? Oh, um, a comparison, mate. What's a comparison to an analogy? Uh, similarity? So, what's similar to being the same? Closely related? Like Begley's Gene Pooh. What? What? You what? Ha! From out of nowhere. Verbal smackdown. So, so, Begley is his own dad? Yes. Don't say that, it'll confuse him. I know confused. You got a time machine and went back and bow cheeky wow wowed your mom, and here you are. I, myself, would have invested in Amazon or Tesla if I had a time machine, but if you want to love hug your mom, you do you. Moving on. Those first five Halloween movies that are getting 4K releases I mentioned last podcast... I did some research. Supposedly, they will all be native 4K, meaning they didn't just upscale some old Blu-ray to 4K and slap on some high-res filters and noise reduce the hell out of it. They are new 4K scans. I am looking forward to Dr. Loomis yelling in 4K. No! 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 You know, that part in Halloween still holds up. Donald Pleasance was an awesome actor. Who's he? He played Dr. Loomis. I thought that was the Clockwork Orange Man. Oh, you mean Malcolm McDowell? Yes. No, that was the Rob Zombie versions. Oh. 
Well, you know, they should have used Donald Pleasantstan instead if he was so good. He was dead. I thought Hollywood was filled with necromancers. What? What you what? What? Well, how else was Peter Cushing in Star Wars Rogue One then? You tell me. Ugh. CGI, dude. Computers. So, technological necromancing. Um, yes, actually. Hollywood can raise the dead. Run! You know, they should really bring back Vincent Price then if they're going to be bringing back all these dead actors, you know? Uh, you know, I haven't heard many good Vincent Price impressions, so I don't think that'll work. I can do it. Oh, I'm Vincent Price. When, when I'm in things, it's extra spooky. Did you not hear me laugh in Michael Jackson's thriller? My laughs sent chills tingling down your spine. <laughs> oh, it needs, needs a bit of work. I'll work. I'll try. Moving on. Clue, the movie with Tim Curry is getting a Blu-ray release, so keep an eye out for that. Everyone loves Tim Curry. I've noticed that. I've never met anyone who was like, Oi, Tim Curry is trash. You know, everyone just is like, he's so good. Curry is too spicy for me. Mm. Also, an odd movie to get a Blu-ray release. You ever watch Mystery Science Theater 3000 or Rift Tracks? Yes, I'll have. Okay, you know that Joe Don Baker film, Final Justice? They kind of riffed on a while back? Yes, I do. That was actually one of their better riffs. Yeah, well, Blu-ray. Really? Final Justice with Joe Don Baker is getting a Blu-ray? I mean, why? I don't know, but hopefully a new HD version of the film will get riff tracks on board for another riff on that movie. I like Joe Don Baker's movie, Mitchell. Mitchell was better. Mitchell. You know, honestly, that was a good mystery science episode, too. You know, I mean, it seems Joe Don Baker is riffing gold somehow. Mitchell! Yeah, for those who never sat and watched Mystery Science Theater 3000 or Riff Tracks, um, give it a watch. Find a movie you want to see accompanied with snarky comments, and just have fun. I, I think I watched them at least three or four times a month. You know, I, I recently watched Raiders of the Lost Ark with their Riff Tracks audio. It was brilliant. You know, it's like fun stuff. Puts a new spin on an old film you really, really know well, you know? You know, I cannot believe Raiders of the Lost Ark is 40 years old. It's 40. But it's still young at heart. That makes no sense, so I'm, I'm done here. Bunch of movies coming out. Um, I don't know. Today was the movie podcast, all right? I'm looking forward to Halloween. I just want to get this crap over with. The summer has sucked. Yeah, mate, it's either been really dry or really humid. And, you know, California's always burning and, you know, stuff like that. And, yeah, well, whatever. The world. Um, all right, we're wrapping up. Everybody be well, stay safe, etc. Um, I don't know. Begley, you wrap this up. I'm leaving. Um, okay. Thanks for all the support on Patreon and the PayPal donations and, um, well, I don't know, um, what's he usually say? Like, like, what? What? No, like, what's he usually say? Like, spread the word of phony and, you know, all that. Yes, you do that. You go on the computers and you typey type. You text your friends and you say, oh, I know it's 4 a.m., but phony the squirrel is alive. It's coming for you. It's gonna throw the nuts right at your head. That, that's kind of aggressive marketing, isn't it? Well, in, in this day and age, you gotta be aggressive. You know, I mean, I, I, I've sold several shirts by just walking up to people and punching them in the face and say, you buy this or we're going to have trouble. Yeah, that, that's probably not the best way to go about it. Um, there are new shirts up in the design, well, a, a new shirt. Um, for those who are looking for that, the world is dumb enough, don't add to it phony shirt that's apparently out of print on the EWU press site. Um, it's now on Design by Humans, so you can buy that and point at people and say, Oi, stop being stupid! Did you not read my shirt? So, there you go. I think I gotta use the bathroom.
All right, all right, we gotta wrap this up. Those stools orphaners must be kicking in. Oh, it's kicking in some fierce. I'm out. Go. All right, um, good, good day, everyone. Good day. I feel like I gotta pass a shoe. <laughs> Down, 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 down